We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 91. I'm Rando. And I'm Corey. And this is our special Halloween episode that I labeled Snow on Halloween. It's not going to snow on It Halloween. seems like we need a little special effect sound Yeah, there. we need a, yeah, a little like <laughs> goblin or ghoul or something, yeah. You know, there's there's just been so much hype. Uh, it's, it, when it started last Friday, I think, like, or Thursday and Friday, it's like, ooh, there's a chance of snow. It's going to snow, kitties. You're gonna, uh, no, don't don't hype a week out. Um, it, it's it, no, that uh, no. <laughs> and so you know that's why I got on there and I told everybody, it's like you know, let's just chillax here just a little bit. Um, uh, it's a week out. We don't know. But now we are at Monday evening, and it is, uh, Halloween is Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. 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 So we, we've got about three days, and from everything that I'm seeing, I don't think it's going to snow. But it's going to be too cold to be out trick-or-treating for my little kids. So I'm looking for True. things to do indoors. Now we do, yeah, we do have that cold front. It is going to get cold, and we've been advertising that cold front coming through, and this is a... This is a pretty impressive chunk coming mm-hmm. down here, especially for the end of October. Um, our average high uh, today, uh, this time of year, 65 degrees and lows about 43. Um, we were right around there today. Yeah. Well, the sun came out. Yeah. Because Now, did you, you remember two days ago, all of a sudden, then the, the National Weather Service forecast, because that's what we look at, uh, was saying, ooh, okay, now it's going to be uh, dreary, and it's going to be drizzly on Monday, and I, uh, you know, made the post, well, we're probably not going to get full sunshine again until November, and made that whole big long post, and you know... They changed it like six hours later, 12 hours later. They went, oh, okay, well, maybe it's not going to They changed be. it like three times since then. I, I know. It's like, it how went, can we keep up? It went from drizzle to cloudy to partly sunny, back to cloudy, <laughs> Yeah, back to partly sunny. So what are we supposed to do at that point? You know, I mean, we, we're looking at the model data, and they are too, actually. You know, I mean, they, they are the professionals. So we, we look at the model data. We look at their forecast discussion. We look at what they are saying. Then we kind of mix it all in. But and it's not so much that it's them. It's, it's Their computers are reading the model data that comes in, and it's a national digital, digital forecast database. Mm-hmm. It changes on every model run. It has automatically. Been. They don't have to do it. I mean, you know how busy they would be changing everything every hour. Oh gosh, <laughs> that'd well, be all they could do. You know. Well, the GFS uh, initializes every six hours, right. as opposed to the CMC, which is the, the Canadian. Um, I think you get 
It, let me see. Is the icon every three? I don't know. I, I'm liking the icon more and more because I'm noticing a trend where it's kind of more in line with what actually happens. I mean, none of them are perfect. You know, we're not saying, I'm not saying the icon is perfect, but if you look at its trends, it kind of is, you know, but then you get into the medium range models like the NAM and the Wharf and the the RGM, uh, medium to short range. And so, so you look at those and... Uh, well, they don't ever use the model that we use most often. They don't have access to that. And a lot of the websites and Facebook pages, they don't, Either it's called the common sense model. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to think about what it says and think about what really could happen. And yeah. yeah, but you know what? You have the common sense model, but you also have the hype model, too. This is true. Which we have, we, <laughs> we've been... We don't use that one. No, we do not use the hype model because that's just silly. Yeah. That's not what we do. You know, and we, we've been, been seeing, you know, everybody's trying to alert everybody, you know, snow is going to be on... You know, and it's down. always worse the first instance yes. for the season. Yeah, that's true. Because nobody's used to it. Not only with hypers on Facebook and internet land... But also the National Weather Service seems to hit that first chance or instance a little harder, even yeah. though it could just be a few flakes of lion. Yeah, you know, but it's been maybe like since February, you know, that, that we've seen probably any snowflakes flying through the air, maybe March or whatever. But yeah. so so it's been quite a while. It's been really hot. So I, I do get it. I do get it. People are like, oh, getting all, you know, they're you're going to stay in. They're going to light their fireplaces. They're oh, gonna I've been doing that. Well, week, yeah, <laughs> I know you have. I haven't had any uh, heat going on those cold nights. I just turn on that fireplace, and man, I tell you what, my my electric bill's gone down, and yep, and it's just it's a wood burning fireplace, which I've never had before. I've always had the gas or the you flip a switch or hit the remote and it comes on. It, right. You actually have to work at this one, but I enjoy <laughs> it more because it's real. It feels more real to well, me. Well, that's like my mother's. I mean, it's a fireplace. She's got firewood, especially especially that huge tree, you know, they cut. Oh, She's yeah. got plenty of firewood now. And she brings it. She lights, you know, every time the family goes up there for Christmas, she's got a fire going. Well, unless it's 80 degrees, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> you know. I just like the crackle of the fire and the I like and the, the smell. Warmth, the smell, I love which the you smell. don't get with gas fireplaces. Correct, any of those. yeah. So, I mean, we can go to a rip and fire, any size fire you want, and, and Garen, he's he's become quite the fire professional. Really? He'll build us a fire. So he's, he, he knows got the poker, and he knows he's how to... He's got all the tools. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Good for him. Well, see, then you don't have to do much. All you can just do is enjoy it. Right. Now. Yeah. Now, now, we will say, you know, we've been... Uh, how I At least I have been hounding on all the hypers and stuff. These particular systems... All right, we are in, this is kind of more of a winter system, but there's a lot of cold air behind this thing. But you have to look uh, at the trajectory of these low-pressure systems uh, in order to really figure out, okay, is there going to be snow on the backside of this thing, which is what we're looking at. Um, but if the trajectory goes further to the north, then there's no way we're going to get any snow here. And this happens every time. We, every we mention time. this every time. Yes. And rarely does it ever happen to where it's still raining by the time that cold air gets here. Yes. And I, I want to do a message to all of the uh, amateur weather enthusiasts like us and actually some of the broadcast meteorologists who want to hype stuff. 
let me explain a little bit how the models behave. And you can check this. I'm not making this up. You can actually check this. About a week in advance. So if you're, if you're like, let's take the GFS. And this actually happened. Last week, the GFS was saying, okay, cold chunk is coming in, probably going to get down into Branson, northern Arkansas, with lows in around 20 or the low 20s for a few days. Okay, so that was a week ago. So advance two days. Okay, you look at the runs again for that five-day forecast. Well, now they're talking maybe middle 20s and then... You know, maybe not getting quite as far down, maybe just maybe touching Taney County. Then let's advance another day. And you keep watching these trends. And almost every single time, the models will overperform or overdo the amount or magnitude of cold air coming down. Almost every time. So this is why I really want to stress to people, you simply cannot take a model projection a week or 10 days or two weeks out and call it gospel. It will change, and almost always it will slowly warm up the further you come along. And people wonder, what harm can it do by us saying that? Well, when you get broadcast meteorologists posting things on Facebook about you know showing a model of snow that probably isn't going to happen because uh, and, and the viewers they don't know what that is they're looking at I mean, they just see right it they just see snow and, yeah. yeah it's like oh my gosh but how can that affect people well it can affect people because people plan we live in a tourist industry town here people plan well in advance whether they're going to come here a certain weekend or not well when so-and-so meteorologist says snow 10 days out for 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 ozarks well yeah, 10 days prior is planning mode. So they totally cancel their trip to Branson. We rely on those tourists. So because the meteorologist got on Facebook or whatever on TV and mentioned the word snow, in 10 days, the Hughes brothers sell less popcorn that night because we have less people in Branson. You hit the nail on the head, and you know who suffers the most? Silver Dollar City. Hmm. We've had tons of messages and comments. We want to go to Silver Dollar City, even in the summertime. But in the oh, yeah. winter time, we want to go to Silver Dollar City, and we're hearing it's going to snow because blah, 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 Mr. X or Miss Y says it's going to snow. So should we cancel our plans? So if you, you think you're just broadcasting out there, but it affects people in so many different ways, and especially you, you hit it on the head, Corey. We're a tourist town. If people see snow, they're not going to come here. So that means I won't get paid. It's hard to drive in the snow here. People know that. It's really hard. There's, curves. There's curves. But it's I will say flat. MoDOT's been really, really... MoDOT's really good around here. Okay, I will let's say talk that. about this. Well, in town. Okay. Okay, let's talk about this. All right. I don't know how this will affect anything, but you may or may not have heard that the city of Branson has taken over Highway 76. It is no longer Highway 76. It has been renamed Country uh, Country Music Country Music Boulevard? 76 Country Boulevard is what okay. it's renamed. Although it's not officially Highway 76. Highway 76 is now going to be rerouted over on the high road. 
Oh, this is all news to me. So the city of Branson is now, as of this past week, in charge of 76. Now, my question is, are they also in charge of snow plowing 76? Because it's usually MoDOT. So I'm going to guess that that changes. No, everything. no, no. Wait a minute. You said 76 is being moved or re- named rerouted to High Road. Mm-hmm. Are, now, are you saying plowed 76 downtown or on High Road? What I'm saying is, in the past, MoDOT plowed 76 because it was a state highway. It's no longer, as of last week, a state highway. Oh, it's a city highway Correct. or city street now. Oh. Yeah. That would be something we need. Or if anybody, if any of our listeners to this. And they do great. I mean, the city of Branson has tons of manpower and trucks and everything. I'm sure it'll be fine. Oh, exactly. Yeah. But where does the jurisdiction now shift to? And Right. It, yeah. Because, I mean, if it goes to the higher, I'm not sure exactly. I'm going to have to read up more on that because it's totally different now. The, uh, See, I did not know that at everybody all. Everybody on the strip has to change their address. No way. From West 76, State Highway 76, it is no longer a state highway. As if, yeah, we need to bring that up and read about it during the break and see what we can figure out. That would out. be, yeah, write that down. Write that down. Yeah, I mean, and I, I know it's always like a huge issue when they go and they start renaming things because when I was growing up, you know, the address, my address was Route 1 Box, I think it was 715. And then it got changed to Route 1 Box 1275. And then it got changed to Summit Street. And then now it's changed to Farm Road 159. It's like they keep well, changing it. you guys moved it. around a lot. No, we didn't move at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. The address keeps changing. Well, you work on 76. You're, you're, on, you're on 76 uh, m- yes. much more than I am. I yes. maybe go once a month. Check and see if all the highway signage is gone. I, wow. Well, but see, well, I work on 76, but I don't drive on 76. Yeah, but you, I drive on the back road. I know. And I go in the, bike, the back way next to the well, Ferris wheel. A, <laughs> Take a detour and see if you, what you can figure out. I should have done that last night because uh, I I have to tell everybody, uh, since we are, I'm glad you brought that up, we are in a tourist town, and uh, regular season in Branson is winding down, and the road crews are out, and they are putting all of the Christmas stuff up. Yeah, oh, the, beautiful. The, the light, beautiful October the- Christmas yeah, light trees, uh, those candle things that hang on the light fixtures mm. downtown. I mean, they are all over the place. Because for if anybody's listening to this podcast that are, is not familiar with Branson, uh, we have two seasons. Well, we have two and a half seasons. <laughs> we have regular season, which generally is from, when you say March to October, basically? Lightly in March, fully in April, all yeah, the way to End of Halloween. October. Yeah, to Halloween. And then uh, Christmas season starts, and it's right around that first part of November. And it goes for six, seven weeks. Uh, some yeah. some theaters... New Year's. Yeah, some theaters... Uh, that's a new thing now. Yeah, people are going right through New Year's, but then the town basically shuts down. Uh, I put that in air quotes. You can't see that. Um, it used to really shut down 20 years ago. I mean, oh, yeah. we had a Dunkin' Donuts here, 
uh, I, I moved to Branson in 1998, uh, just got married, <laughs> and we had snow. Back then, we had snow back then. We did. A we few had times. lots of snow. But the Dunkin' Donuts would seasonally close. I remember that. You couldn't even get a Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the mail still ran. Now you can get a donut in this town 25 (laughs) 25 hours a day, eight days a week. I know. I know. know. Yeah, that that kind of, I think after about 2002, or 2003, it's when stuff's really started. It's like, you know, some places, theaters are like, you know, let's, let's, Let's start up in like February because nobody is doing it in February and we'll get all the people and right. it worked. So yeah. now people will still come if, yeah. if the weather's nice. Exactly. <laughs> and we're having nice weather. Because <laughs> they can have a show to three people if the weather's not nice. And right. Sometimes they'll have to cancel. Well, in those I, winter months. Well, I still bring back that thing. You know, we're I was snowed in and had to stay at the lodge thinking we had, you know, eight 12 inches of snow and nobody would come. Mm-hmm. We had over 250 people that night. Wow. <laughs> it was crazy. But, uh, yeah, so so basically what I'm saying is it, we, it Christmas season starts November 1st, goes to kind of the first of the year, and then the half season, that's why I said the half, because in January, it, a lot of places close, not, not businesses. Businesses are open, but the theaters, some of them close, but there's some that are going year-round now. And... Uh, which is great for tourism, you know. But yeah. usually, uh, the musicians, the, the normal musicians, call this off season in Branson, and a lot of them collect unemployment because there's literally no work around here. But for me, as an arranger, that's my on season because the theaters are like, okay, we need this and this. We're going to open, blah 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 blah. It's like call ah, it your tug of war season. My tug, of, yeah, because I don't have an, an off season. I have a people pulling you from every direction. Yeah, and you know what? I love it. So then we'll have some bad weather, and <laughs> you know that's the perfect thing. If we have bad weather, a snowstorm, open up the windows so I can see it snow and just arrange. Man, that's mm. just oh, that's awesome. Well, and make cookies and bread yeah. and get fat. Well, you do that anyway. Well, yeah, that's true. I made a batch of cookies tonight. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm going. I'm going off the rails here. Uh, speaking of snow, uh, it's snowing in Kansas City tonight. <laughs> I'm aware. I, I, well, I was on the, the one of the be- better websites for weather, storm.weather.com, mm-hmm. and I was looking at the interactive radar, and it showed snow right over Kansas City. I'm like, it's really snowing in Kansas City. It's like so really? I, yeah. I brought up the current conditions, and sure enough, light snow in Kansas City, 34 degrees. Which is nuts because I I, I kind of saw that and I thought you know I'm going to go to Radar Scope, uh, which is our uh, like our default that we you know we post. It's got the black background. It's not the not the radar we have on our website, but it's another radar that we use, and it's got a mode called if Radar Scope. Had a mobile radar for website, we were using it. it. We definitely would. They need to definitely. We would gladly do that. Uh, but there's so many different modes. You know, we talk about velocity mode in in the spring and in the, well, the tornadoes we had a couple of weeks ago, you know, where we see those, the wind direction, the wind profilers. But in winter, there's another mode they call precipitation depiction mode. It's where the, the radar guesses what pr- type of precipitation is falling. And this is new with the dual polarity, the dual pole uh, thing that they have. So... Uh, circling back around, you know, we were looking at, you know, snow in Kansas City. So I went to Radar Scope and I turned on that dual polarization on 
precipitation depiction. And sure enough, there was blue up in Kansas yeah. City, <laughs> which was awesome. And then this is right before you came over. And then when you came over, uh, you went and actually checked Kansas City International, right? Mm, yeah. And they said snowing, which is cool. Well, they're saying up to an inch and a half accumulation in northern Missouri tonight. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. They're, they're, well, the snow's getting closer. But it's too warm. And, you know, you, you posted that cool graphic. Uh, the, the cold front isn't quite to Branson and Springfield yet. It's, it's, it's close. To Joplin, though. Joplin was, I posted it was 46 in Joplin and 60 in Branson. So Holy quite cow. Quite a difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, it, I mean, if, if you know, we, we're going <coughs> to, excuse me, continue to post Stuff like that because it's really cool. There were twenties on the central in central Kansas. Twenties, twenties, twenty-eight degrees. Wow, and probably snowing. Probably, you know. I don't know. Yeah, with that front, I mean, it's it it's it's kind of a slow moving front, but we've got this fetch of an upper level, just you know, energy that's causing it to just rain. I mean, we got stuck in that pattern last. Was it a few days ago? We like three or four days of rain, and we got what is it, two? I got two inches. On the button, and our wonderful weather station, Stormdar, what is it called? Stormdar Weather 1? Is that Yeah. Um, at Stormdar headquarters, recorded 2 point, what was it, 16? Two, two point I think so, something 12, like that. 16, something like that. Yeah, of inches of rain, so we know it works. And uh, if you want to, I mean, anyone can access the data that this weather station is providing uh, by going just simply to our website, stormdarweather.com. And when you see uh, right at the top, it's uh, not the top, but it's a, one of the first things that you see on our website, it'll say current conditions for Branson. Well, what you're looking at is what our weather station is saying at that point, and it updates every few minutes. Now, you've been tweaking it, too. For you, You're finding a whole bunch of other weather stations around the area, aren't you? I like to tweak. Yeah. But but remember we had the buttons. The buttons aren't there anymore. No, you did I something. added Explain a menu that. instead. I put a big arrow on there so everybody would see it, especially on the mobile uh, phone site. Big arrow says choose location. I have five or six locations on there so far, and I'm going to add some more this week. So that's cool. Yeah, I like it because it's it's just you can bring up like Joplin and real fast see if the cold fronts came through. Also, the radar is set for Joplin on the Joplin site. Also have Fayetteville. Uh, I forget what all. Yeah, up. I wonder. I love the Fayetteville thing. Mm -hmm. That's what I really like because I got friends and family down there. I thought, wow, now now people in Fayetteville because I have a lot of people can now go to our site stormdarweather.com and all the watches and warnings are. are, are are built just for that location. for that so so if someone clicks Fayetteville mm -hmm. then they are going to get the watches and warnings specifically for Fayetteville right uh, we can't stress that enough that is really how'd you come up with that that's just brilliant it's my brain child you, you're your brain I brainstorm myself a lot uh yeah I mean Corey's brilliant he's sitting over there mm -hmm. it's got to be the M and M's man because you keep, you keep it, emptying my bag of M and M's <laughs> let's do an experiment okay uh, a fun I'm gonna I'm gonna say however many I, I just grabbed a handful of M and M's again. Yes. How, mm, however, <laughs> I'm gonna turn my palm up, open my palm, count the red M and M's. The red ones. And that's how many inches of snow we're gonna get this year. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. So we're, that's a drum roll. Three inches. Three. Okay. I, I got I less three. reds than anything else. You got lots of greens. I got lots oranges. of greens. 
three inches, three inches of snow. That's total for the whole for the yeah. winter season. Okay, unfortunately. So uh, yeah, right now. Okay, so y'all heard it here on the podcast. Corey did his wonderful, brilliant brainchild uh, prediction of snow. Uh, for the winter and on the red M&Ms, and we're going to get three inches. You know what? That sounds kind of right. I know. <laughs> it really does sound kind Because of... the green ones, you have, what, six of them, and the green ones, like, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> right, more than that. Oh, my goodness. Um, but we, we we push this a lot. We just want to tell everyone, if uh, if you're not a member of our Road Conditions group, uh, winter's on the way, and it is a great way. Uh, I am just thrilled to to see the people, how everybody's interacting. I mean, when there's traffic backups, it doesn't have to be necessarily weather-related. If something, uh, it's community-based. So if there's a traffic pileup or if an accident or something, it's a great way to just share the information so other people uh, that are might be happening to travel that direction we'll take another route and uh, uh, there's lots of people that have asked questions now when we post something it's generally weather related whether it's dense fog advisory flooding winter weather you know if we're gonna get some snow we're really gonna start start popping in there but again the uh, it's easy to do you search Facebook stormed our weather area road conditions. And uh, we call it the RC group, Road Conditions Group. But uh, if you're not a member, it's free to join. You can ask questions, especially in the winter time. That's when it gets really active. Is in the winter time because yeah. uh, you know we we have these winter weather advisories or icy bridges and stuff. Uh, it really gets active, so we encourage people to do that. Uh, well, let's talk about the tropics. Um, we're still another month into hurricane season, but it's it's really really winding down. And uh, we had uh, Olga, Olga, as she she came in, she said hello, and then turned around and left, uh, walked back out the door. Yeah, not much. I mean, she dumped a little bit of rain. Yeah, and did you, you see the radar I posted, which was really cool the yeah, other day? That was cool. Uh, yeah, Olga, it, it never really. It, she came. She became a tropical storm, right? But just she became a tropical storm, and, and then a few hours later, it was a post tropical. storm. Yeah, it was just nothing, and then basically went right up the Mississippi River. So we were having uh, rainfall south central Missouri, St. Louis area before Olga just kind of went up and kind. <clears throat> excuse me, took off to the to the northeast. But on the other, on the on the west side of that, we had that big area of low pressure that was stuck. In Oklahoma, and that's what kept giving us the rounds and rounds and rounds and the two inches of rain that we got. So that radar image we po- I, I posted, uh, it was a movie. You could see Branson was in the middle, and we had rain moving away from us in almost every direction, which was really cool, I thought. Yeah, it was pretty nifty. I thought it was... Yeah, I, I even sent it to Mike, uh, our meteorologist friend. Mike, we got to have him back. I think he's, yeah. I think he's itching to get back on the show. So mm-hmm. we got to, got to give him a call sometime. Um, but yeah, and so Olga kind of took off and quickly diminished. Uh, we saw uh, Pablo. Was that the other one? Yeah, Pablo, it was way out there. Yeah, uh, northern central Atlantic. Pablo just kind of went. Yeah, all right. I'll just, I'll, I'll churn a little bit, and it quickly became post tropical or extra tropical and then just disappeared and what we have now in the atlantic uh 
probably uh, again, and uh, it says a disturbance in the North Atlantic, which is a nothing burger, is like a 10, 20% chance of becoming something. So, I mean, that's it in the whole Gulf Atlantic area. And the Eastern Pacific, uh, there's a little disturbance south of Mexico. Again, it's like a 10, 20% five day, nothing. And Central Pacific, nothing. So we're, we're really winding down now. Um, do you know how far we got in the Pacific? We got, do we, we got R. I know we got Rosal, Ro, 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 we, we got R. I think that's about it. And that, yeah, I don't think we, we have an S. And then the Atlantic is a P, is all we have. We're at to P right now. So we've had a pretty active season. I mean, we're not done. Um, we don't expect anything major to erupt, and especially with all this colder air coming down, which is crazy and that's gonna some of that's gonna spill into the atlantic so i imagine the sea surface temperatures are going to start cooling down a little bit and that's that's going to be detrimental for any cyclonic circulation but you know i i wonder what the sea surface temperatures are south of florida i mean i bet they're still pretty warm oh absolutely 80s and stuff which is still right i'd say mid 80s somewhere in there okay you so i'm gonna i'm gonna check that during during the weather school and speaking of the weather school i think we should get to that um there's talk of snow going on and uh temperatures are not going i mean we're going to have overnight lows getting below freezing but we're going to have daytime highs above freezing and we're could rain snow mix in there so uh this is one of the first weather schools i've ever done and i'm kind of proud of it so it's called snow at 40 how can it snow when it's 40 degrees and it's got a lot of interesting pack stuff on there so let's get to that if there's something about the weather that you want to know, Stormed Our Weather School. This week's topic is about a question we've been asked a lot about in the past few winters. It's snowing, but the temperature is 40 degrees. How can this happen? Oh, wow. What? Look at that. Look at Oh, it's sleeting. No, the roads are going to be slick later. Yeah. First, we have to understand the thermal structure of the atmosphere. In a vast generalization, it's warmer at the surface and then it gets colder as you go up. Sunshine is essentially just radiation. And we know radiation doesn't react until it makes contact with something like your skin or the ground. So, when the sunshine makes contact with the earth, the ground heats up and that heat begins to rise. So, the heating of the atmosphere actually begins at the surface. On average, the temperature will cool about 3.5 degrees for every 1,000 feet you go up. So, for an example, if the surface temperature is 60 degrees then at 1,000 feet up, it'll be around 56 and a half. At 2,000 feet up, it'll be around 53, and so on. Now let's put this formula into the winter season. Say the surface temperature is 36 degrees. So using this calculation, 1,000 feet up would be about 32 and a half, and 2,000 feet up would be 29. Precipitation usually develops above 3,000 feet, so even though the temperature at the surface is well above freezing, the precipitation will start out frozen and then melt on the way down. So, by the time it gets to the surface, it'll be in liquid form. 
We all know the atmosphere is fluid, so this 3.5 degree drop per 1,000 feet rule will never remain constant. We'll have cold fronts coming from the north and warm fronts coming from the south or whatever, which change the temperature of the atmosphere at different levels, and that'll have a big effect on what type of precipitation is falling. Sometimes a cold front will move in at the lower to mid levels and drastically lower the temperature just a couple of thousand feet off the surface. This is the answer to how can it snow at 40 degrees. The temperature is well above freezing at the surface, but what happens is that strong cold front moves in and causes the temperature just off the ground to be as much as 15 degrees colder than the surface temperature, instead of that average of 3.5 degrees. Precipitation develops in the form of snow at those lower to mid levels, but doesn't have a chance to melt before it reaches the ground. It tries to, but it doesn't have a chance to change back into a liquid raindrop. Therefore, the frozen, or at least partially frozen, snowflake makes it to the surface. This is rare, though, because conditions have to be just right in order for this to happen. And generally, when this happens, the snowflakes are rather large, sometimes to the size of half dollars. Of course, the snow will have a hard time accumulating with the warm surface temperatures, but it is really interesting to watch. One of the most devastating events in the winter season is known as the ice storm. And the thermal structure I mentioned before is actually backwards. For example, let's say the surface temperatures are around 28 degrees, but a strong warm front punches in at the lower levels from the south. The warm front will actually raise the temperature quite a bit just above the surface, but keep the surface temperatures well below freezing. Precipitation develops in the mid-levels, and then it falls through that warm layer and then melts and turns into liquid. That liquid rain won't have a chance to refreeze before hitting the ground. So, when the rain finally hits sub-freezing temperatures at the surface, then a thin layer of ice starts to develop. The heavier the rain, the greater the ice accumulation. The National Weather Service will issue a winter weather advisory if a thin glaze of ice is expected that will create slippery driving conditions. They'll issue a freezing rain advisory for expected ice accumulations less than a quarter of an inch. And the biggie is the ice storm warning for accumulations greater than a quarter of an inch. Any ice accumulations greater than a third of an inch could produce some power outages, and accumulations greater than a half an inch will bring trees and power lines down. A half inch of ice on power lines could add up to 500 pounds of extra weight. In perspective, a 300-foot power line that's one inch thick and coated with only a quarter of an inch of ice will add about 117 pounds of weight to it. Ice can increase the weight of branches by 30 times. I feel that an ice storm is one of Mother Nature's more disastrous events. Because if trees and power lines come down, then you could be stuck without a heat source for several days and virtually no way to get out. So if you happen to get under an ice storm warning, then you really need to take the appropriate precautions to be able to survive for possibly days without power or heat. Major ice storms are relatively rare, but they do happen. Another type of winter precipitation is sleet. 
This occurs when a weak warm front punches in at the lower to mid levels and raises the temperatures just above freezing. So the precipitation starts out frozen, falls into that semi-warm layer and turns to liquid, and then it starts to freeze again before it hits the surface and takes the form of little ice pellets. Sleet is not hail. They're both frozen water droplets, but they develop very differently, and sleet doesn't get usually any larger than a small raindrop. The cousin to sleet is what we call grapple. They're partially melted snowflakes, and they're really light and look like little cotton balls falling down from the sky. It's rare that you would see grapple, but a lot of grapple makes for a fluffy accumulation. Well, I hope this explains how it can snow when temperatures are above freezing and rain when temperatures are below freezing. Winter weather is a mixed bag and we should always be prepared for the worst, especially in an ice storm. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there, <laughs> Corey's counting his Just red got M&Ms two more over red here. M&Ms. Oh, so now are we up to five inches now? It, it may be an early spring snow. In this well, one. I don't, you know. Well, early winter snow because we're getting so cold right now. If if this trend keeps up, I'm don't se- say it. I'm no. I'm going to segue into the Climate Prediction Center. Well, what, what's funny? You're gonna let the air out of this thing, aren't well, you? Well, you know that's what we do. We we do the climate <laughs> prediction center. No, because they were talking about we're going into a colder period, which we are a big chunk it's of cold air. Winter. Uh, well, no, it's pre-winter. It is. Yeah, winter's not till December, man. <laughs> I get. I guess you're right. Yeah, December twenty-first, and even meteorological winter. It's, it's, it's December first, a month and a half away. We're not even in November yet. So we got this cold punch. But I looked at the Climate Prediction Center right before we did the podcast. And really, when you're looking at the three-month average, that's how they do it. They do a uh, November, December, January. So they do that. Then they do December, January, February. Then January, February, March. It's it's a three-month or 90-day, basically, outlook uh, for each updated each month, basically. And what we're seeing... On those is actually warmer than average, which is odd. I mean, odd by being different than the last four winters we've had. Well, it's no, pretty much the same. Yeah, I, no, I know what you mean. I mean, it, 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 it's odd into the fact that we're experiencing sub-freezing temperatures now. in October, right now, and then we're going to be above average now. Now. Above average, all that means is that the average for that month is going to is projected to be a little warmer than average. We're still going to have these cold snaps. We're still going to have these little warm ups. We're going to get those days where we're going to say, "Wow, the wind's blowing at 100 miles an hour and it's going to be 70 degrees." But then the next day, the wind's going to be blowing at 60 miles an hour and it's going to be 15 degrees. You know what I mean? It's the average of those. That's what the Climate Prediction Center does. Is the average they're saying the average is going to be a little higher so we're, we're just gonna so i just read that as a better chance of january disc golf yeah 
Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm really, really excited. I got to toot my heart. I mean, I am a sedentary person, uh, always have been. Uh, when you sit, when you make a living, and then you then you sit and you drive to to your your gig, and then you sit and do a podcast. <laughs> You're just sitting. I exceeded eleven thousand steps the other day. That's great. I am really excited. Just make about sure that. you always have that phone in your pocket, and then it'll, it'll measure every step you take. You know, and it's it's more accurate than I thought it was. Oh yeah, it really is. I don't know how it does it. I mean, it's magic. It knows. It, 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 it just knows. I don't know. So anyway, that's uh, uh, what we're we doing. Oh, we're coming off of the snow at 40. Yeah, so we, we might have some snow mixed in. I'm personally, okay, I think you mentioned this earlier, Corey. It's it's basically the, the gut instinct. It's, it's what we feel instinctually usually ends up happening. Uh, don't get any more red M&Ms out of there. We're already up to five inches. <laughs> <laughs> Have you eaten the entire bag? I, 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 I'm looking inside the bag, now, <laughs> and I'm going to have to contact the Mars company on this. Oh but no! I I really think there's less red M and M's than any other color in there. Well. I remember when they didn't have red M and M's. They they got rid of them because didn't they just have a few? They just had the a few colors in in the seventies or early eighties before I was born was either causing cancer or something. Yep. F and D. Do you remember F and, that? Yeah, F and D C red so number five. From like, when I was born on to like the nineteen ninety early nineties or so, there there was no red M's in the back. I do remember that. Yes. So now they're back, but I don't. See, I'm it doesn't much seem older like there's that, as many as the blues and the greens and the browns. Well, see, they didn't used to have blue. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like they okay, we're doing blue. They should have all sorts like Skittles. Skittles has all sorts of colors. They should or, or what the uh, no, Starburst. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Starburst. Although I'm not a big Starburst fan, I'm not a big Skittles fan. But. I like. I, I'm a very big fan of the red Starbursts. Really? But all the others, I don't care. Skittles. Uh, I could. Yeah. You no, know, I could do the, the strawberry. I love strawberry Starburst. So that those are really good. Oh, wait a minute. This is a weather podcast. Oh, okay, we're going off the rails again. Um, <laughs> why don't we go to our next segment, which is in other news. Uh, we are in the final days of Central Daylight Time. We're going to get ready to shift back. And, and uh, is it, it's gain an hour, right? We gain an hour. Going to gain an hour of sleep. We gain an hour of sleep, but we really don't gain anything else. I mean, uh, well, I heard the analogy uh, the other day, it's like if you take a blanket and cut like a foot off of the, the the top part of it, but then sew it into the back part of it, you're not gaining anything. It's still one blanket, and it's the same dimensions. It's just kind of shifting. Here's what a I'm bit. gaining. What are you gaining? I'm gaining daylight when I take my kids to school because it's dark right now. That's the, that's the advantage, yeah. But eventually in December, when I go, when I come home from my afternoon show. Afternoon show. We get out about 10 after 4. It'll start getting dark. It's going to be dark. <laughs> 5 o'clock. Yeah. That, that's just so bizarre. I mean, the good thing, it doesn't last long. I mean, because... Uh, I kind of like it. It's... I don't, I, I'm torn. I mean, I do like the daylight. I don't think I like the amount of darkness. But I do like it lighter in the morning. I will say that. Mm-hmm. We should have a poll. We need to think it's about it. It's hard to get up when it's still dark, especially where the kids have to go to school. Oh, I know. Well, see, then I start getting sleepy. I mean, if, <laughs> you know, I don't go to bed until like 11 or 12 or 1 o'clock in the morning. So if yeah. it starts getting dark at 5 o'clock, that's already seven or eight hours of darkness. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Maybe I need to move to the equator. If we, were, if we were farmers, we'd just go to bed with the sun and get up early. You know, and that whole time change thing, I really do want to do a, do a poll. We should do a poll. Should we keep Should we keep all this time change or should we set up? I think we did a long time ago when we didn't have a lot of followers. But uh, Well, I just brought up uh, stormdarweather.com. Okay. One of the leading weather websites in the area. And I... Uh, Went to the next 24 hours section, and it tells what tomorrow's sunset will be. Okay. And that is 6.20 p.m. So you take an hour off of that, that's 5.20. 5.20. Sun sets. Set, yeah. What sunrise? Well, right now, we're sunrising at 7.33 a.m. Oh. My kids are already at school by then. So it would be more like 6.40 a.m. Yeah, well. It was Sunday, or Monday. Monday when it comes around. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I wish they'd just leave it alone. Because the darker it is, the less disc golf time that I have. Oh, well, that's what I it know. boils down to. Well, I have a little bit of breaking news. I mean, it's not huge breaking. Um, uh, we are recording this at, uh, it, well, right now it's about 9.30 on Monday, October 28th. And we were mentioning where the culprit is. Springfield is reporting light rain and 49 degrees. So I'm that- looking at the cold front right now on my stormdarweather.com oh, phone. okay. And it's getting ready to go through Ozark. All it's right. It's gone through Springfield. Because Branson at the airport, at the airport, not at Stormdar headquarters, at the airport is 55. Mm-hmm. So uh, let me look. Stormdar headquarters is pulling in 58 degrees 58.1 yeah and it updates every every minute on their little thing i really enjoy this little thing that we did and uh, yeah we're, we're still considering it experimental at this point i'm trying to figure out uh how to to do everything how it's operating but in november it will be we will uh move it into uh, operational and i really enjoy that i just put it up there and haven't had to touch it since then i haven't had to do anything well, not yet. It just works. Yeah, I mean, and it, didn't you say the Solar batteries? Powered. The batteries last like three years. It has a battery backup. It says it changes batteries every three to four years. See, of course, that's perfect. It'll alert us when the batteries are low. Yeah, we got a little thing on here. It says Bat- all batteries are okay. And I got but the it's console powered, so it's really cool. Well, yeah, as long as, long as we don't have three weeks of no sun, <laughs> you yeah. know, then we're gonna be good. Uh, oh, I got to tell you a funny story. Uh, at my mother, God love her, she told me this story the other day. Well, it's, it, it actually happened the other day. Um, but I texted her. I've texted her twice now. I wonder if her iPad died because uh, I'm going to give her crap on the podcast because she hasn't texted me back yet. <laughs> so I will be getting a text at some point. She, uh, this is like two, three, four days ago. She said that there, she looked out on her patio. It's all cold. And there was a hummingbird out there going to all the remaining flowers trying to get some nectar there was only one of them poor guy i know and she felt so bad and she texted me and i told her it's like we'll just whip up some you know sugar water and and uh, she did and I, I forget if she put it in a cup or put it in a plate or, or bowl or something and she set it out there and then uh i haven't heard anything else she better get a heat lamp out there because that hummingbird is probably too old to fly to Mexico. Well, well, yeah, exactly. Well, she needs to bring it inside. Yeah, but I'm, I'm wanting to know. I, I've texted her twice now. I said, uh, uh, I, I'm going to read my text. Did anything become of that hummingbird you gave sugar water to? 
and then I haven't heard a thing. So, Mom? I hope it didn't attack her. No, I don't think. <laughs> no, I don't think. It, no, it, it got food. Kind of so like Spider Man, she's hummingbird lady. Yeah, it's she. The, the, yeah, the hummingbird is probably up in her collar. Like, yeah. thank you, thank you. <laughs> so we'll see that. Oh my gosh, I, I think it's time for the next segment. It's the weather word of the week, and this week stormed our weather weather word of the week is. Hmm. Huh. No. Meridional flow? Close? Close. I'll give you another shot. I don't have another shot. Meridional. Oh, well. I'll I'll give you the... That's a dialect. I know. Well, okay. I'll I'll give you the applause anyway. Okay. So, meridional flow. So, what does meridional flow mean? Well, it's a type of atmospheric circulation pattern in which the north and the south component of motion... It's unusually pronounced. It's the opposite of zonal flow. You are correct. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So we, when we talk about zonal flow, uh, it's usually a period of pretty tranquil weather where the, where the jet stream goes across the country from west to east, basically uh, California all the way. I mean, a, 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 a true zonal flow would be from like California all the way over to like say Virginia, you know, just a west to east type of thing. But sometimes you get these omega blocks, which are uh, like high pressure sets up over the the Rockies, you know, the mountain mountain west. And what happens is the the jet stream is torqued, and then I mean, now, now this is a kind of example, okay, uh, where we get the, the, it goes north and then it goes and then uh, eventually goes from north to south. That That is a kind of explanation. I mean, a real meridional flow would be the entire pattern would be coming like from Alaska over through Canada, through the United States and down to the Gulf of Mexico and out. So that on a large scale. So that's more of a meridional, meridional flow. And uh, you know what happens when you get a meridional flow in the wintertime? No. Polar coaster. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's a true polar coaster coming down because it's just going to take all that cold air from way up north and, and shove it down south. Um, I don't think we're in meridional flow now, but we do have that, you know. Can we write a song called Polar Coaster? Of course I can. But you got to wait till I open my Christmas it show. It needs to be somewhat nuts. close to the Stevie Wonder version of Master Blaster. Okay. I listened to that yesterday. Oh, did you? <laughs> Stevie Wonder has put out a new album of remixes at this month. Okay. And it came through on my Apple Music account, and Master Blaster is on there. Ah, nice. So it made me think, I bet we could do a polar coaster song or, or some, some weather term that we like. Of course, Master Blaster is our term. So. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> well, He's, yeah. I think, could, we, could we sue him, even though he came out with that earlier before well, we did? I, I think it's two totally different things. Well, so since he the does talk about the weather in the song. Oh. Oh, well, I, uh, okay, I'm going to email but, his but It's completely different because it says it's hotter than July. That wouldn't be right. No, a master blaster is a cold punch. Yeah, well, okay. That's so it's the lyric. It's hotter than July. Okay. If you have a, a an Apple Music account or a Spotify <laughs> account, look up Master Blaster by Stevie Wonder. It really exists. Wow. 
No, that's good. But I, I haven't heard of polar coaster, so I will. I think that's a farmer's almanac term. They oh, is they that where it originated? This year. Yeah, polar coaster. I think I like it's, it. Well, I like it too. I think it's silly. It, it's almost as silly as naming winter storms. Now, who would do that? Yeah, well, we're not going to get into that. Uh, they've already started, too. <laughs> Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. They've already Absolutely. got the A. I don't know if they got the B out there. And I was just, I was zooming through the channels the other day, and I just shook my head. I was like, no. It's guys, all a marketing thing. Marketing. It's like, please don't name Winterstorm. That's, that's dumb. That's just my opinion, but that's dumb. You know, when the government and the <laughs> National Hurricane Center and NOAA, they do something, they name tropical storms. It's not for a monetary reason it's for a reason that people can remember that if it's a bad enough storm people can remember what happened during andrew or whatever right because andrew is an event snowstorm bob is not an event no because snowstorm bob's not going to cause the amount of damage in the millions and billions of dollars as a tropical or a hurricane right I mean, it could cause a lot of damage, but it's a totally different type of system. You're, you're not talking about a compact, single-cell storm. That's what a hurricane is. It's a single-cell I mean, storm. You can have a, a, a winter storm from Montana all the way across the northern United States before it exits Maine, you know? Oh, I mean, yeah. An associated cold front and then possibly another upper ridge, not upper ridge, uh, an upper level low mm-hmm. sliding into it. I mean, there, it's, it's just too convoluted. Uh, uh, we need, we, you know, we need to have a, an addition to this podcast where we're just going off on people. And if nobody <laughs> saw the HBO special that I sent you, uh-huh. uh, I can't remember his name. Anyway, uh, John Oliver yeah. was it? John Oliver that was hysterical. he did a fourteen minute segment on weather that was beautiful, and it hit the ball out of the park on every everything he said. It was and he it was hilarious. Yes, and I would I would suggest if if you're, I mean if 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 you're okay, it, it's HBO right? So it's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. uncensored. So there's there's some language in there. There's some language in there, but if if you don't mind the language. The, the the piece is brilliant. Absolutely, brilliant. that's what we've always thought. Yeah, you know. uh, I've I've actually watched it twice. To be honest, yeah, me too. Oh yeah, just look at it. so you know if you search, is it HBO? Is that what it is? it is? Okay, yeah, just search or John Oliver Weather Rant. I guess what it is. I'll have to look. I've got it stored at <laughs> bookmark. But anyway, it explains all about how that. One it talks about the <laughs> aiming winter private storms. weather companies and mm-hmm. the government weather company, and, and yeah, basically how everything, every forecast out there, actually comes from National Weather Service. Is where it originates. Yeah, and, and it should. That's their job. They're the right. official. That's what we do. We go to. You know. Sure. <laughs> that's all. That's it's been that way since the conception of National Weather Service or yeah. before. Back in the eight, 18, 18, 18 Back when it was the Weather Bureau or whatever they called it. Oh yeah, I got to go back and listen to that weather school. I need to do some more weather schools. Although next week's weather school is going to be about daylight saving time because that's what we. Well, I like to play it twice a year because we always have new listeners coming in and yeah. And, uh, 
Yeah, I need. I mean, right now, uh, you know, we're going to go through three days of rehearsal and changeover, and then we open the Christmas. Christmas begins in Branson on Friday. I'll tell you what. Mm. My wife got a call out of the blue. My wife gets a call when I was taking her to work today from the Silver Dollar City Marketing Department. She asked if our family can go out to Silver Dollar City on Friday. Now they're closed on Friday. It's like, okay. Okay. So can you dress up in winter clothes and, and look happy? <laughs> yeah. They want to put us in a commercial. <gasps> well, your Storm Door Weather thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they'll let me wear that, yeah. but I would. <laughs> anyway, we're going to go film a commercial Friday night. How cool. That's with our city. But it's it's all it's closed. It's a closed thing. It should be closed. Well, that's because you have all these kids. It must be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so forget. You have lots of kids. Uh, six, seven, nine, nine, yeah, or something, something like something that. Like <laughs> but yeah, that's what we're gonna do. How uh, cool! 7 PM wow, on Friday. So I thought that was cool. Man, see, I wish. Man, wouldn't that be awesome if you could wear the storm door with <laughs> yeah. I I don't know if you can or not, but I don't know. Well, I guess what we're looking at. Uh, you know, cold coming in. I mean, it okay, it is going to rain. I don't know if we actually talked about this. I mean, we the rain is moving in. The latest that I've seen the rain tomorrow, which is Tuesday, looks to be more along in north of 44. I don't know if we're going to get much. I'm looking along I-44, one to two inches. Yeah. Down here, maybe half to... Three quarters, just, if that. Well, but now wait. I'm just talking Tuesday. I'm. This is Tuesday, Wednesday. Really? I, yeah. I see. On Tuesday, personally, I'm not seeing much. Tuesday night, I see it increasing as it's moving over. But and Wednesday, oh gosh, Wednesday, eighty percent, ninety percent. I mean, I see that. But I don't know. I'm talking totals. Right, you're talking you're, total, you're, but your your you're higher total is going to be in the north as of now. Yes. Yes. That could change. Yeah, it but we're change. getting close to the event, though. So it's it, it, yes, it definitely could change. But I think the the variance of uh, 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 spread model spread is is tightening up. Oh, hey, something else we didn't talk about, and it's it's the new word that I coined for storm door weather, which has to do with uh, the leaves, the fall foliage, is the vi. The visual, what? The vividity index. Okay. So the leaves in Springfield have a pretty high vividity index, which is a VI. Well, the leaves in Springfield vary <laughs> wherever you're looking. I have to write that down so you see. Because if you're looking at the cemetery, they're always pretty every oh, year. Oh, the cemetery is gorgeous, yeah. Every year. And uh-huh. our cemetery is usually prettier than it is, but we, no. Yeah. But our vividity index is, I would say, on a, on a scale of zero to five, five being the, the most vivid and zero being the not vivid, I'm starting to see about a three, two and a three going on in Branson. I'm Now, have you taken a trip down... The new 76? <laughs> oh, you mean the high road? Yes, you know, whatever Not that in is. a few days, but I will tomorrow. <laughs> now, I noticed today, we may be in peak right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Because the colors are there, yet 
we've had you know those dank days, those dark, grainy, cloudy mm. days. So we don't have a lot of sunlight on those leaves, even though the colors aren't where they could be if we hadn't have dropped too cold and got oh, a little right. more moisture. You got me. way too cold, yeah. But uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, you see, I'm just not thinking of the VI, the vividity index. See, I, that's my new word that I coined. It's a new storm door word. So there are some trees like in people's yards that are completely fire red. That's yes. like a, was that a maple? Maybe I don't know. What 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 are the ones? Uh, oh, probably gosh, the ones know. in the cemetery in Springfield. Oh yeah, well yeah yeah maples maples are really yeah. big. But normally we have like. In all seriousness, it's just bursts of color. I'm not seeing the burst of color. I'm seeing it's, bursts of dead-looking leaves. Yeah, that's the problem. Well, and now, especially since we are going to get below freezing again, I mean, below freezing, like mid-upper 20s, yeah, it's that's too, it's going to squash it. And it's too late it. now. I mean, it's, it's, and you it's, said it's, last week, it, we're pretty much it. done. This is it right here. Well, shoot. What are you going to do? I just wait till next year. And hopefully it won't have some you can crazy still, weather. You can still find some pretty leaves out there. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. We're not we're not saying it's dead. I mean, the index is is about a two or a three. I mean, there are are leaves changing out there. I mean, I was at my show today, the last show last show of our regular season, looking over towards Oak Grove. Um, is it Arkansas? Or no, Missouri. No, uh, the, uh, the 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 motel that's just across the street. Oh, from that's us. not a town at all. No, no, no. Oak, oak, something. It's I don't know. Kind but, of behind but there are trees. But there are yeah. trees that that's dividing the thing, and those were pretty vivid. Right. So the vividity index is probably more of a three, but not a four. Depends on what type of tree it is. You know, and I do not know my trees. We need a tree expert. And also, we need. See, we talked about this last week. We need to talk about how we're going to do a woolly worm contest and do a persimmon we need, we need to talk mm-hmm. to somebody about persimmons well, now's the time to do that because oh you know what i'm going to talk to my friend dennis over at the showboat and they got persimmon trees over there you and i need to go out there and well, make we should go do a special video out there we though. do we can go do a live shot some night and even saturday some persimmons and just open them up right there we we need to go saturday not until we open and my life's going is totally changed until we open but we will talk about that yeah we got lots of stuff going on for stormed our weather <sighs> so i don't know we talked about a lot again so. <laughs> oh 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 sea surface temperatures we talked about that a little bit sea surface temperatures i checked at the uh weather school uh around florida and in the gulf is about 78 degrees so it's still plenty warm enough for something to develop it's just we just don't have the mechanisms going on i mean we got disturbances in north central atlantic we have seen nothing coming off of africa so the sea surface temperatures are warm enough but we again we don't have the mechanics did you find any more out about your 76 uh thing you see i i don't know i mean (sighs) Uh, I, I we did read like ky3.com it has something on it. Can but, I say something? I don't know. It's a podcast. You can say whatever you want. I'm going to four sides after this. Okay. Is this a thing right now? Do you think Tandy Como is going over the dam right now on Parasite? Oh, I was just out there the other day. Oh, yeah. They, they, what is this? Do they light it up now? Oh, they have colors. I guess they do. I have to go do that. Go, I take go. some video. Well, yeah, we. Well, you got to pick up your wife here in about fifteen minutes, so I we got need to end this podcast. Of some that's cool. Of some uh, 
please post that. We're going to end the podcast. And I'm Corey's just going to a picture it. on Facebook that they actually light the water. They probably shut off by the time I get over there, though. But dude, it's Christmas. I've always thought they needed to do that on <laughs> Table Rock every time they open the the gates. That's what I thought too. No, they opened some gates this week, you know. For yeah, they opened the four, four gates. But I think I think from our our friend Lamar was saying it's more of it's not because of flooding. It's because right. of oxidation because the lake is turned well, the over. lake oxygen goes way down in the fall, and they always have a. a uh, lose a lot of trout in Taney Como because of the lower oxygen levels. Yeah, true. So what they were doing is trying to raise the oxygen. I think they try to keep it above four parts per million okay. is what they call it, of oxygen, if that makes any sense. Okay. So that's why they opened the gates. It's part of normal lake operation. It has nothing to do with flooding, and it's not going right. to raise Taney Como out of the banks or anything no, like no, that. No, 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 no. And besides, you got power site. That, what you were looking at is power site. So, you know, it's going to go over. And and there's no flooding in the area right now. I mean, There's just our normal, you know, flow, beaver into Table Rock, Table Rock into Tannicombo, Tannicombo into Bull Shows. It's just a normal flow. And if you're concerned about lake levels at all, go to our website, stormdoorweather.com, and click on the lake levels We've got four tab. lakes on there. Yeah, we've got beaver now. Lakes. I'm so glad you put beaver on there. It just makes sense. Well, yeah. Because Even though it's not Branton area, it does affect the Branton area. Yeah, we're all flowing into that 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 same thing. So I'm really I'm really glad you you, you brought that up because I was at uh, you know Forsyth playing disc golf the other day and they had the, the spillway was open. They had about two thirds of the thing and it was rolling over there. But, I had no idea. They, is that a new thing that they light that up? Like uh, that? The light thing, I had no idea. I just I've never knew seen that water before. was going over there. So that was cool. Yeah. Well, so, I just happened to be heading to Forsyth later. I don't know if it'll still be on, but well, I'm gonna have to go over there and get some video. Of that. You got to get some video, yeah, and don't drop your phone into the lake. So, I've dropped not this phone, but I've <laughs> dropped other phones. Oh, I've no dropped way. my iPhone SE, which is what you have. Uh huh. I was hiking and I dropped it into five feet of water. It f- it floated all the way down, and I had to jump in and get it, and it still worked. It still worked. Yeah. Well, so that's why I don't want to get rid of my SE. That's what I'm that's texting not, my mother on. That's so. not waterproof. Oh, I don't think I didn't think it was My, the uh, iPhone seven or eight and on up. They're waterproof up to oh, ten feet or something. Really? Like, yeah. Oh, okay, so I need to. See, I wouldn't throw mine. I in need the to make water a lot of money. But, so, but I, sure enough, it, it is supposedly waterproof. Oh, see, I, got, I I have to make a lot of money. I need to start to go fund me so I can get yeah. one of these big, massive iPhones. I just want a little phone. It's a phone that makes. Phone it is calls. a little phone. Yeah, I love it. Fits in my pocket. It's his first iPhone. He had a flip phone before this. Oh, this isn't my first iPhone. That's not your first? No, gosh, no. Are you sure? I'm positive. What did you have before this? A five. Oh, you I had, had five. A five. For, that's why I wanted so this. So your five was for first. The five was my, yeah, I had the flip phone. I had the Nokia. See, I, see that looks just like a five, so I confused that's it with That's why I wanted yeah. it. And now none of the phones are this size. I have to buy well, They're coming tablet. out with a brand new iPhone that's much smaller and probably the size of that for like three thousand dollars i'm no, sure it's gonna be they're slashing the price so that might be what you want to look well, at. well i'm gonna hang on to that then before i <laughs> yeah i would google that because i hear that's what's coming next uh well what's that have to do with weather uh i think we're just going we off the post road. on our apple products that's true <laughs> we rely on our apple products not only for our radar, uh-huh. our Facebook posts, yep. our website development. That's right. But there's one thing that we do on our Apple devices, on our iOS devices, that you cannot do on Android, 
and that's our Facebook Lives. That is not available how we do it professionally. Oh, how we do with it. With the graphics yeah. flying in. And, and oh, yeah. We cannot do that on Android. It has to be iPhone. We need to do some Apple. more. Yeah, we need to do start doing more lives. And if we start getting some weird weather coming in, we got to start doing some more live casts. I like it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to talk to you after the podcast of how how I can do certain things. So I'm not going to bore our listeners with that. I think we've talked long enough. So before we wrap this up, you got anything else you want to say about the weather? No, I'm good. We, we talked a lot about not much going on. But not, much, not much, yeah. Well, you know, Halloween, which is Thursday, uh, we think the rain is probably going to end early Thursday morning, but the cold, cold air is coming in. So if we're going to have any residual puddles uh, out there by the time the kitties go trick-or-treating, those could start freezing over. So well, they're going to need slick. A, they're gonna need to dress in layers. It's going to be cold. Definitely dress in layers. Because you can't yeah. really wear a coat with a Halloween costume yeah, because but, you're covering the costume. So I asked two things of the parents for mm-hmm. Halloween. That's bundle them up, wear lots of layers underneath. And go through your kid's bag that night and count every red M&M you have. Yes, because we want to know how much curious. snow we're going to get. How much snow are we going to get? <laughs> count those red M&M, I M&Ms. Think, I think that's a fantastic thing to do. We should have done that on the video for our Winter Weather Outlook. <laughs> we, we actually need to do a Winter Weather Outlook again. It has to be just as uh, <laughs> accurate as a persimmon, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, I just think our... our uh, our broadcasting just went through the roof right now. We're going to do stuff. I think it's probably time to wrap this thing up. <laughs> okay, so be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. Stormdar Weather.